who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? JLD here, and welcome to episode 1476 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneur seven days a week. Fire Nation, knock over that domino. Start your chain reaction of awesome with thefreedomjournal.com today. And now we're going to chat with today's featured guest, which is Natalie Lucier. Natalie, are you prepared to ignite? I sure am. Yes. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> Natalie is a digital strategist, software engineer, and founder of the Ambition Alley software startup for ambitious business owners. She's been building websites since she was 12 years old, and she loves helping entrepreneurs get techie with it and launch their courses online profitably. Natalie, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Yeah. So I went to college and I studied software engineering. And then when I graduated, I had this job offer on Wall Street, which I actually turned down to start my first business, which had nothing to do with online stuff or really like any technical stuff I had learned in school. So everybody thought I was crazy. My parents were like, what are you doing? <laughs> my friends were like, huh, like what? You're just taking a, <laughs> a like a total detour from the expected path. Um, and the first business I started was actually all about healthy eating. And I called myself the raw foods witch. So it's mm. funny because we're chatting right after Halloween. I used to wear a witch's hat on my website. <laughs> and, you know, it was really fun and funky. And um, I learned so much about marketing and launching in that first business. And that kind of led to sort of doing a spiral staircase where now, you know, we teach what I've learned, but also we have software that help people create their courses and all that stuff. So it kind of did a full, you know, circle and kind of stepped around and came back to what I originally studied, which was software. But all of that through my passions, you know, I followed my passions to start that first business and kind of do something a little bit risky. And it paid off. You know, I learned so much about marketing and launching and it was definitely not easy. So we can talk about some of the hard things I learned about launching the wrong way and kind of what I learned about doing it the right way too. Well, I'd love to do that. And something that we chatted briefly about in the pre-interview was you were episode 61 of EO Fire. And I like to do this every now and then because this was 1,400 plus episodes ago. So I went back and listened to it for a couple of minutes right before I jumped on with you. And it's just so funny, like, you know, how as entrepreneurs, like we just change, we evolve, we improve. And I mean, you are still the same old Natalie. I mean, you sound great. You sounded great then. But I was just like, Natalie, are you prepared to ignite? And then I remember <laughs> on the show, I go, I am electrified to introduce Natalie Lucier. And I'm like, John, you don't sound electri electrified. Like, why are you saying you're electrified? Like, it's just so interesting, Fire Nation, how you evolve as an entrepreneur. And that's kind of one thing that we're going to talk about today, because Natalie has really nailed the science of the art of the launch. And a lot of people that are listening here today, myself included, have flopped on launches. We've done bad and we just haven't got the expectation. We haven't fulfilled the expectations we were hoping for. And there's a lot of reasons for that. But just because you were bad then or you had a failed launch before, just like just because you were a bad podcast host then, like I was when I was first starting, doesn't mean you remain that way. If you study the right people, if you practice, if you improve. So Natalie, let's maybe start off there. Let's kind of talk about the art of the launch. And you actually have four specific keys to a successful launch. Let's kind of start off at the top there, which is your offer strategy. And let's kind of walk through this. And, you know, I'm just going to kind of play dumb. And, you know, part of that will be actually me just really needing to know. And part of it will be for Fire Nation's benefit. You know, I'll just start asking questions. So let's, let's have a blast. 
Yeah. So you mentioned it. So the first thing is the offer strategy. And I can talk about my very first launch that flopped here because that was really where I fell flat. So I thought I knew what people wanted to buy. I was, you know, I was like helping people get healthy and I figured, okay, well, people who are interested in this topic of raw food are going to want to learn all about raw food. So I named my product, set yourself up for raw success. And first of all, that doesn't really tell you what the hell you're going to do. It's clever, but it's not clear. (laughs) Right. It's not very clear. Um, So I I started off with that and I, I, you know, I thought that was what people would want. Right. So I put together my launch. I had like a a little teleseminar, which was before webinars existed back then, you know, seven years ago. And I, I, you know, had people on the call, um, not a whole lot of them, but, you know, nobody bought. And I was really kind of scratching my head after. And I was like, oh, you know what? What did I do wrong? Like, I thought I had great content. I thought I had a nice sales page. I had the things I thought I needed. But what I was really missing was what people actually wanted to Uh, get help with and actually pay for. So those are kind of two of the big keys of your offer strategy. Is this a problem that people are looking to solve? And is it something that they're willing to invest to resolve in their lives? Um, And a lot of times, the best way to figure out what your offer should be is to actually ask people. So how I turned it around in my case is that I did a little contest where I was giving away a coaching with me. And in exchange for the coaching, they had to tell me what was their biggest struggle when it came to healthy eating. And the biggest struggle at the time that people were saying were cravings. So when I found out that that's what they really needed help with, I was able to put together a brand new offer and it was called Cure Cravings Forever. And it was a lot more specific and it actually addressed a specific problem that people had that they told me they had. And I had to do a bunch of research to learn how to help people with their cravings, but it ended up creating a much better product and program and course that people actually got results from as opposed to just a nice sounding thing that really doesn't get you anywhere. Fire Nation, your offer strategy is key. And, you know, we all want to be clever. We want people to be like, oh, my God, that's so clever. But it has to be clear. Your offer strategy has to be clear first and foremost so that you have the right people that you're pitching to, that you're offering value to. So let's kind of move into the pre-launch strategy, Natalie. Yeah. Um, actually, one more thing on the offer strategy sure. is that a lot of times as a business owner and the course creator, we're like, oh, I know they say they need help with this, but I really want to help them with this big picture thing. Or I know they really need this other thing to get them to X, Y, and Z. Um, so what I like to say, and you might have heard this before, is to kind of sell them what they want and give them what they need. So you can start with that specific Ooh. issue and then go into the bigger picture stuff that you know they really need help with. So Lots. that's kind of a way to be helpful but still meet them where they need to be helped first. Cool. Uh, Okay, so then yes, pre-launch strategy. So this is the kind of thing where a lot of us, especially when we're just getting started, is we've seen other people launch, right? We've seen whether it's a three-part video series or we've seen uh, a PDF that people are giving away or whatever it is that we've seen when we've seen people launch and we think, okay, I'm gonna do the same thing. And that's definitely how I thought I was gonna do a launch too. So I just put together some videos, I put together a PDF, um, but it really wasn't the right sequence. And my pre-launch didn't really have sort of an arch that led into my product. So there's a couple of things when you're doing a pre-launch. The first one is that you have to make sure that your content actually matches what you're delivering. And I like to say that you should actually mirror what you're selling. So for example, if you are selling a book, it might not make sense to do uh, a bunch of different videos and a bunch of different things because if people really like watching videos, they might not necessarily like reading. Now that's not true across the board, but kind of flipping it. So if you are trying to sell a video course, doing just a bunch of PDFs and getting people who love to read to get those free PDFs is not going to get them excited about a video course. So just really thinking about that match and that fit. 
So the match in the fit fire nation is something that just has to go together because again, just like you don't want to have unrealistic expectations going into a launch, you want to be setting the correct expectations for people that you're providing content to that are going to be at your launch. You want that to really make sense to them from the beginning all the way through the end. And then if we move on to number three, Natalie, the timing strategy, this is where I see a lot of people kind of get a little messed up and there's a lot of reasons for, but what do you have to say about this? Yeah, so timing is huge. And there's a couple of different theories behind timing your launch. Um, Some people think like, oh, you know, maybe I can't launch during the holidays or during the summer, like there might be certain times you shouldn't be launching. But that's not what I'm really talking about here. Because you can launch pretty much any time of the year that people are online, which I think most of us are all the time at this point. Um, But what I'm talking about here is, you know, how many emails you send? How do you space those out? Do you give people enough time to consider your offer and to actually you know, go through your free content that you're giving them away to to give a taste of your product first. And a lot of times you don't need to give people as much time as you think you do because you want to keep the pace quick enough that they they can consume it and then they're on to, you know, they're hungry for more, right? They're ready to actually say yes to your course or your program. Uh, But also, depending on your market, some people are a little bit busier. So for example, if your market is moms or people who don't actually have that much time to sit down and watch a video or sit down and read something in depth, then you would want to give them a little bit longer of a registration period. So that's also kind of knowing who your people are and then being able to time your emails and all those things to really give them a chance to actually consume and make sure it's a good fit for them. And Fire Nation, it really comes down to knowing your audience. I mean, I've had Ramit Sethi on the show a number of times. And if you look at his sales pages, they are literally a mile long. Like if you laid it out, like they just never stops. And I'm like, Ramit, like, what, what are you doing here? I mean, I feel like I can never get down to the buy now button. He's like, that's what I want people to feel like. I want them to just be like paging down to the buy now button. He's like, believe me, your best buyers will read every single word that you write. And again, that's Ramit. He knows his audience. For me, I've always had it very simple. I got one chart. I say what Podcasters Paradise is or what their Freedom Journal is. It's short, it's concise, it's to the point, and boom, and that works for me and my audience. So you have to know your audience by having those conversations. And Natalie, this is something that we actually uh, touched on at the beginning of this when I was kind of making fun of myself and I was saying, you know, my energy, it just wasn't the same back on episode 61 or 161 that it is now on 1476. And that's normal because, you know, I needed to get experience and get more comfortable with myself and my voice and my energy overall. So my energy was lacking back then. It's so obvious now um, where it's definitely not lacking now. And the execution is key too. Like how do you marry the execution and energy to make a successful launch. Yeah, so execution energy is usually the thing that's missing in a launch. Um, you know, if if people are just getting started, they don't actually know they need to put that in. You know, they might be following a checklist or just saying, okay, well, I put the videos, I sent the emails, but nothing's happening. And that's usually a lack of that execution energy that uh, that needs to be there. So really, you know, putting one foot in front of the other to get your launch done is important. Obviously, if you have great plans, but you never do it, you're not going to launch. So that's a big part of this whole execution 
execution piece, but being able to break down your big launch vision into those step-by-step things that you can do or that you can delegate if you're, you know, getting help to kind of get things going. Um, But also just having that space when you are in that pre-launch phase and that open cart phase to really be there and support people who are having questions or who might be just needing that little personal touch to figure out if it's the right program for them or not so that you can really be present and engaged in your communities, whether it's on Facebook or on webinars or anywhere else that you're going to be there live. Maybe you're doing a live stream, um, really being that that kind of vision holder and space holder for people who are going to say yes to your program and your product so that they know, oh my God, yes, this is the person I want to work with. This is the program that's going to help me. And when you have that energy there, kind of what you were saying, you know, when you're positive, when you have that little fire in your belly, right, people can feel that <laughs> and, and they're a lot more likely to, to join you on your journey. So Fire Nation, we just went through the art of the launch. Now, of course, we went through this pretty quickly because there's four key points, and this is a podcast episode. And one of the reasons why I brought Natalie on is because she's doing something really cool over the next few days. And I say days because you're going to have multiple options to take advantage of this. She is delivering a completely free, incredibly valuable webinar. Now, this episode, if you're hearing it on the day that it goes live, is November 5th. So you got plenty of time if you're hearing it on the day that it went out. If you're hearing it a few days after, you probably still have time because on November 7th, 11th, and 15th, the 7th, 11th, and 15th of November at 1 p.m., and I think one of them is actually at 2 p.m. Eastern, but it's right around the 1 p.m., 2 p.m. time frame, Natalie's holding these webinars. So you want to check it out. She's going to dive so much more into detail on these things. The specific name of it is called The Launch Triangle, where you can discover how The Launch Triangle can practically guarantee that you, Fire Nation, will profit every time you put together a marketing campaign. And there's going to be so much more value that's being delivered throughout these webinars. And if you want to grab your spot, again, you're going to have three choices. The Uh, Monday, November 7th, the 11th, or the 15th of November, head over to eofire.com slash Lou. That's L-O-O, eofire.com slash Lou, L-O-O. That's going to take you right there. Sign up for any one of those three webinars, and I look forward to catching you there. Now, what you might be asking is that Lou? Well, that's a little play off of Natalie's last name, which is Lou C-A. It's not spelled <laughs> like that, but uh, it's a little play off that. So eofire.com slash Lou and Fire Nation. We're going to be getting down to some pretty killer specifics about different things when we come back to really end this episode strong. So don't you go anywhere. We're going to take a minute to thank our sponsors. No one ever said you have to run a business alone in order to be entrepreneurial. In fact, there are millions of corporate employees who are leveraging their own creativity through the work they do every single day. Ready to spark innovation and creativity within your organization? Northeastern University's Demore McKim School of Business offers a master's degree for corporate entrepreneurs. They like to call it the MS in Innovation. This program, which is available 100% online and can be completed in just one year, is designed to develop leaders and change agents within the corporate setting. Foster massive growth within your organization through learning alongside their distinguished faculty members who possess extensive industry experience and study 
topics that include marketing and selling innovation, service innovation and management, financing innovation and growth, and lean innovation. Northeastern is now accepting applications for its January cohort of online innovation students. Get started today by visiting msininnovation.com. That's msininnovation.com. Imagine a cloud computing supercenter that offers expandable and contractible space so that when you need it, it's there for you, and when you don't need it, it's not weighing down your business. That's the idea behind Lenovo's next-generation data centers built for cloud computing. The cloud is all about giving your company the ability to expand and contract server space on demands without actually adding more hardware. Lenovo understands that on-demand access can give your company a tremendous competitive advantage. Think about it. The faster you can scale up, the faster your DevKeem can test new applications, and that means that you can get new product features into market faster. Lenovo servers are also number one in reliability and performance, because who has the time for downtime? Lenovo systems allow you to partner with leading software providers to ensure your cloud solution is best in class. Learn more about how Lenovo is transforming the data center at www.lenovo.com slash data center. That's www.lenovo.com. L-E-N-O-V-O dot com slash data center. So Natalie, we are back and I want to get down to specifics because I love sharing numbers. I love being transparent. I want to know how much time, money, and energy that we should be spending on a launch. Break it down for us. That's a great question. So it really depends if it's your first launch, I wouldn't be spending the same as if it was your 10th launch or you know, you, you're a kind of more advanced business owner and you have the funds to reinvest. Yeah, let's lean towards the earlier. Exactly, I think that's the place to start. So that's where most of us start, right? We start from zero. So what I like to say is you don't wanna spend too much money, especially on the tech side of your launch when you're getting started because what you really wanna focus on is the marketing. And what that means is you might invest on, you know, maybe a slightly more beautiful sales page or video or something that that kind of communicates your brand and really connects with people. So at least having something that looks professional is key. So you might spend, you know, maybe a thousand or two thousand or so um, just kind of getting some of those foundations in place. But I wouldn't go and spend a ton on like a really fancy uh, system. And, you know, that's coming from myself as a creator of software for memberships and courses and stuff like that. So I say bootstrap. So you would come back and improve your delivery system. So your membership site and all that stuff could come later. So you could really keep that pared down and really go with just an email delivery or webinars or something that you can do um, kind of fast and dirty, if you will, and not too expensive. Um, And then also some of that money could be spent on your marketing too. So if you are going to be doing any Facebook ads or anything like that, that's kind of, you know, the most I would spend on a launch is one to $2,000 to really get things going. Now, on the other hand, I would spend a lot of time. So if you don't have a lot of money, I would spend a lot of time really kind of uh, creating all of your content, all of your marketing, talking to people who are going to be potential customers who can give you feedback um, and doing all of this kind of planning for your launch and not trying to make it fast. So one of the big mistakes I did with my very first launch is that it took me about two weeks to pull something together and say, OK, I'm ready. I'm going to launch. This is the program. It's available. 
And the next time, instead of trying to do it fast, I actually invested in a mentor who gave me a lot more advice and kind of feedback and really walked me through what I need to do for my launch. And it took me two months and that didn't include the actual pre-launch and running the whole thing. So it took me two months to prepare for the launch. And that time um, I was able to make a lot more money and actually make it made a real sale, which was nice. <laughs> um, but that, that was great. So we made $3,000 that very first launch. Mm. And then what's what I learned is that you can then relaunch. So the next time you launch, you might uh, reinvest money and then kind of improve some of those tech systems I talked about or do more Facebook ads or do more stuff to kind of reach more people. So I love that. So like the first time Fire Nation, like one to 2K, but spend a lot of time and a lot of energy because guess what? You got to learn this stuff. You got to spend time, energy. You have to work. And next round, hopefully you made some money on that first launch. And if you follow Natalie's system, probably you have. Now invest some of that money and now you can spend potentially less time and energy because guess what? Now you can put a team together and that team can do some of the work that you did the first time, but you can't do that round one because number one, you don't have the funds or the experience. Now you can train people to do things for you to make this easier. You know, I'm doing an essential launch every single week now with Podcasters Paradise. I host a live webinar and it takes a fraction of the time it used to because I learned the ropes, I learned the systems and we know how to make things happen. Now, Natalie, I love counterintuitive strategies. So give us a couple that successful entrepreneurs are employing every day that can validate their ideas and keep those nasty little launch crickets from infesting our business. Yes. So when it comes to counterintuitive strategies, I think it really comes down to the way that we think launches work, right? So we think that we're just behind our computers, that we're just going to send a couple emails and people are going to say, yes, I want to sign up without really talking to anybody. But what I've found to work really well is to actually co-create your product or your program and having beta clients or beta customers can really help you zero in on that offer like we were talking about earlier. So, you know, there's different ways to do it. You could or reach out to past clients and ask them, you know, if you were uh, looking for a solution to a specific problem in your life, what would it be? What would it look like? How would you want that problem solved? Um, so that's one way. But then also just opening up for a beta round. It's kind of like putting training wheels on, if you will, for yeah. your launch and just saying like, hey, is there anybody who would like to be a founding member, a co-creator, um, you know, who wants to give a lot of feedback? And there's a couple of different ways to do that. You could say it's totally free. You could say uh, it's a discounted rate or it could just be even a higher rate because you're going to be more involved with them and really giving them a lot more value than just like a straight up course that they can consume on their own. Yeah, maybe you just, if you're going to go higher, you term it a VIP round where you can say, hey, this exactly. is just for very important people. You can get more one-on-one. -on -one. And once I launch it to the public, forget about it. They're not getting access to me at all. So Fire Nation, the beta round can be so key because there might just be one little tweak in your copy. There might just be one or two little things that if you just shift it and adjust it, it can make all the difference in the world. And your beta round can tell you that. So that's huge. Now, Natalie, we're going to close down with the three keys that, that you know we are going to use to see that you've made a sale email flooding into our inbox. And for those of us who have opened up their inbox and all we see are you've made a sale, like we know that feeling. It's amazing. What are the three keys for us to make that happen? 
Oh yeah, it's such a great feeling. So, so the <laughs> the first thing I will say is um, really using urgency, right? So is there actually an open and close? Is there a bonus? Is there something that you can do that gets people off the fence? The thing is, you know, we're human beings, we're busy, we have a lot going on. And if we can say, oh, I'll get to this later, we probably will because we have so much other stuff. Yeah, to we'll think probably about. say so, that, but we probably won't but we get might not to come it. Back. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> so we'll say, oh, later, later, but it doesn't happen. So what can you do to really increase that uh, urgency and that reason to take action? So it could be a fast action bonus. It could be a special early bird price. It could be just that something is going away, right? So if something is live, it starts next week, you have to show up, you know, otherwise you kind of miss the boat. So that's one of those keys. The other key is also to increase engagement during your pre-launch because if people are actually engaged, if they're actually, you know, leaving comments or asking questions or doing something that shows they're interested, then they're a lot more likely to follow through. So this is actually a stat from videofruit.com. And they found that people who commented in the last 60 days are five times more likely to sign up today. So the more you can increase that engagement as you go into your launch, the more likely people are going to just say, yes, okay, I'm ready to continue the journey. Let's go. And then finally, um, the, the big one is just making sure that you have a guarantee, uh, you know, a policy that people feel safe saying yes to your offer. So if it's not right for them, maybe they get a refund or you give them something else to kind of compensate. But that really gives them that ability to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go for this. You know, I'm not going to put this off. I'm not going to let my fear stop me. I'm going to try it and go for it. And usually, you know, you'll win them over because you have such a great course or program. Fire Nation, if I can just sum this up with one word, urgency. Urgency is so key in every way, shape, and form. You have to have people act. And so one thing that I do on my webinars, I say, hey, by the way, this is a live webinar, and the next three people to buy, or even the first three people to press that buy button, I'm going to give you a freedom journal. I'm going to mail a hardcover freedom journal to your doorstep. And now that's going to take people that are on the fence. They'll be like, wow, like maybe if I'm one of the first few, I'm also going to get a freedom journal. And they, they go and they make that decision and boom, and they're in. And you can do that thing. You can do that with price. You can do that with other bonuses. Stacking urgency is so key. So I just kind of want to sum this up for you, Fire Nation. Again, if you're listening anytime between November 5th, 2016, which is when this went live, all the way through November 15th, you have an awesome opportunity to catch Natalie's free live webinars. They're called The Launch Triangle, how you can discover the launch triangle and practically guarantee that you'll profit every time you put together a marketing campaign. This is content that I'll be tuning into at least once, maybe twice, and I highly recommend you do as well, Fire Nation. Simply head over to eofire.com slash Lou. That's L-O-O, eofire.com slash Lou, and you will be able to sign up for this free webinar. And if it's after November 15th, because that's just how podcasts happen sometimes, I'm sure we'll have some kind of evergreen giveaway gifts there, maybe even a replay. Who knows? But I would go check it out because it'll probably be awesome. But that's eofire.com slash Lou. So Natalie, let's kind of wrap up here and I'm going to give you the last words. You know, share with us what you kind of want to close this podcast down with and anything you want to add in and then we'll say goodbye. Yes. So my biggest takeaway for everybody is that when it comes to the art of the launch, you need to focus on the people and not the technology. And like I said, you know, I own a software company, <laughs> we yeah. create software. So it, coming from me, I, I really mean this, when you focus on what problems you're solving, how you can serve people, and what results you're getting them, 
everything comes together for your launch and any sort of little technical snafus, if the link didn't work or whatever happens, it doesn't matter. People see you as a human being and they want to do business with you for that particular reason. So when you focus on them, everything comes together for your launch and it's going to be way more successful when you have that in your mind. And give us one reason why we should attend your webinars live this coming week. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, the energy is going to be awesome. We're also (laughs) going to be talking about, uh, you know, some of my biggest lessons from launching and also relaunching and what to do if you don't want to live launch to launch, if you want to have more of an evergreen model, like you mentioned, maybe doing something every week. Um, And I think that's really big for people who want to build a sustainable business that they don't necessarily need to uh, be stressed out and launching, you know, specific times of the year, they can really have something that can scale with them. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with NL and JLD (laughs) today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Natalie in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up. And these are the best show notes in the biz, Fire Nation. We're talking timestamps, links galore. Of course, links to the free webinar coming up. One more time, that's eofire.com slash Lou. And guess what? You can listen to episode 61 or 873. Seems like about every 700 or so episodes, uh, we, we, we link back up, Natalie. I kind of like this. It's good. I like <laughs> See it. you in a couple of years, basically. <laughs> but uh, no, if you want to check either of those episodes out, they're both awesome for uh, very different reasons. And of course, this one's awesome too, for obvious reasons. And Natalie, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, Fire Nation, and I hope you enjoyed our chat with Natalie today. And please take our call to action. Head over to eofire.com slash Lou. That's L-O-O, eofire.com slash Lou. And sign up for one of the three webinars on November 7th, 11th, or 15. One of those three, they got to work out for you. And if none of them do, there's going to be killer replays as well. And it's going to be on the launch triangle. Discover how the launch triangle can practically guarantee that you'll profit every time you put together a marketing campaign. This is such valuable information, Fire Nation. Call to action. Go take action. Go do it. eofire.com slash Lou. And I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. No one ever said you have to run a business alone in order to be entrepreneurial. Northeastern University's DeMore McKim School of Business offers a master's degree for corporate entrepreneurs. They like to call it the MS in Innovation. Northeastern is now accepting applications for its January cohort of online innovation students. Get started today by visiting msininnovation.com. That's msininnovation.com.